Hello, welcome to Jersey Herd Podcast. My name is Karina Pilcher and I am the Senior Strategy and Research Manager at Jersey Finance. In this episode of our mini-series of podcasts titled Your Future in Finance, which focuses on careers and skills, we will be discussing professional qualifications. And for this discussion, we are joined by Amanda Riley, who is the Director at Professional Services firm Olsen. Hello, Amanda. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're here today to discuss professional qualifications and more specifically choosing the right qualification to suit your role. Before we go into the detail, perhaps we could start with you telling us a little bit more about yourself, about your current role and obviously the journey that took you to date. Thank you, Carolina. So my role is I'm a director at Auger Regulatory Consulting and I have been with Auger Regulatory Consulting since March of this year. Prior to that, I spent six years working at the Jersey Financial Services Commission. And before that, I spent a very long time working in the finance industry. I actually started working for Barclays back in 1988. I primarily have a banking and investment business background. However, because I spent those six years working at the Jersey Financial Services Commission, I have a really good understanding of all of the sectors within the financial services industry. And I have undertaken roles in the front, middle and back office. And the professional qualifications that I have taken over the course of my career have actually covered all those areas. And I was quite lucky that some of the qualifications that I undertook actually as part of my front facing roles have then supported me in the other roles that I've undertaken further down my career when I've been working sort of either in a back office role or they really supported me whilst I was undertaking my roles at the JFSC. What I've also done is undertaken some qualifications that were really specific to sectors of the finance industry that I didn't have necessarily as much experience in. So, for example, I undertook a step qualification in international trust management so I could get a better understanding of the trust company business sector. Oh, excellent. So you're clearly a very experienced professional. You said you've started in the 80s as we spent several years working in financial and professional services environment. So given that experience, why did you decide to undertake yet another professional qualification? So um, starting another professional qualification for me was just that continuous journey to support my learning and development, because I think it's really important to continue on your journey. You can never stand still. The regulatory framework and regulation and financial services and products are constantly evolving and you have to evolve with it. So I am undertaking a qualification at this moment in time that's in respect of cryptocurrencies. And because that is a new area for me in terms of my understanding and my development, That's why I've chosen to do a qualification because I've got a really good understanding of financial crime and anti-money laundering, but I really need to, to expand my understanding in regards to cryptocurrencies. And that's exactly why I'm undertaking my current qualification. Mm-hmm. Amanda, that makes perfect sense. And I'm glad you mentioned that it's, you know, all about the continuous development and you just don't sit still because, you know, the financial services evolve so much. I've mentioned at the start, you're currently in the director role, which means a lot of various responsibilities. How did you ensure when choosing your qualification that you choose the right one that will complement what you do at the moment? So I looked at a different, a range actually of different service and training providers to supplement the 
existing knowledge that I have and the course that I've gone with, I've actually completed a number of qualifications with the International Compliance Association. So I understand how they work. I understand the gravitas that they have and the way they provide learning and development actually suits me and the way I learn. So that was also a really important thing for me to consider because you can choose different qualifications, but you have to find out what suits you best to enable you then to apply that learning in a day-to-day environment. And I know that through studying with them previously, the courses that they offer and the outcomes from those courses really work well for me. And that's excellent. So it's not just about picking the right qualification, if you like, to make sure that it actually you can then apply in your day-to-day role, but also understanding what training providers are out there and which one perhaps their style of learning suits you best. So that's perfect. Thank you. And obviously, again, I will go back to your seniority and the role that you have. How do you find integrating studying with sort of the personal and private life and your therefore professional life? Because I imagine that puts you in a, a lot of pressure sometimes. Yeah, it can be tough and you have to just be really resilient and you have to be also very disciplined in terms of setting time aside because quite often we identify that we need to do something for our own personal development and we identify the right training provider and we identify the right qualification. And then what we don't identify is how we are then going to fit that in with, you know, being in senior roles or also having a personal life and also being really busy in your senior role. So you have to identify the time that you can dedicate to your studying. And I'm really lucky. I work in an organization that is all about supporting your development. So I've actually got to take my exam by this Saturday. So I'm going to take some time off this week as study leave to make sure I'm in the best pace possible to enable me to complete that exam. Oh, uh, that's excellent. Saturday. <laughs> that's excellent. We're even more grateful that you're here with us today. You have touched on this in many ways already, but from your perspective, what are the sort of key benefits of professional qualification? What should people consider when they undertake one? So I think look widely at what you are considering doing in terms of professional qualifications. And it's great to think about undertaking qualifications that are going to support you in your current role, but think about how that might also support you in future roles. So for example, I became investment qualified many, many years ago, but that enabled me to then take on roles in a compliance function because the qualifications that I had, which also supported me when I was doing frontline selling, then actually enabled me to do advice quality, which formed part of the compliance function and actually helped me move into compliance-based roles. So it's really helped me to change the path of my career because I've done front, middle and back office roles. Um, but the qualifications that I've done have spanned all those all those different departments and enabled me to utilise the skills and the knowledge that I gained whilst completing those qualifications. It's obviously supported me in terms of when prospective employees have looked at my CV, for example, and seen that I have dedicated the time to wanting to support the practical knowledge that I have in terms of fulfilling roles, but also to understand the theory behind, you know, what I'm doing. 
I think it also helps you as a leader because it shows to people in your team that you've also dedicated time to wanting to further your your knowledge and your development. And it enables you to then empathize with them when they're in the same mm-hmm. position because you can then understand what it's like to try and juggle a really you know busy professional life as well as a family life and a personal life. So I think it's really helped me, you know, from those wider perspectives. It gives you a sense of achievement. I think it also shows a level of commitment. So I think there are many benefits to undertaking professional qualifications. No, that's perfect. And you've mentioned resilience before. And then obviously, as one of the benefits, you also mentioned leadership skills. I'm glad you did because soft skills, as you call them, I suppose, are often overlooked and people don't necessarily think of them immediately when they undertake any training. But as we have discussions with potential employers, obviously, they always, always re-emphasize the, the need for the soft skills as well and how important they are actually in their, you know day-to-day work. So I'm really grateful you've mentioned that. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us today that I haven't asked you about in terms of your qualification? that you've done in the past or the one that perhaps you're currently undertaking? Yeah, so you talked about those soft skills. I've actually undertaken a number of qualifications in regards to coaching and mentoring because I felt, again, that was really important for me as a leader. I have on occasions, you know, been responsible for some really big teams across, you know, the various roles I've undertaken previously. So it's been important to have the technical knowledge to complete a role, but it's also been really important for me to have those soft skills. So to be able to coach, to be able to mentor, to undertake those leadership qualifications as well, to make you a better leader. And because I think it's the only way that you can inspire people is to make sure that you are constantly learning, constantly looking about how you can improve yourself, constantly taking on feedback about what it is that you might also need to consider doing differently to either make you better from a technical perspective or make you better from those soft skills perspectives. So I would say think about if you are thinking about senior roles, if you're thinking about really progressing your career, it's great to have that technical ability, but also think about potentially looking at qualifications or courses that will support you with your softer skills. That's excellent. Well, thank you again for joining us, Amanda. It was really, really great to speak to you and good luck with your exam on Saturday. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Your Future in Finance mini-series. And if you did, you can find other episodes in this series and many other podcasts on our website. Please also don't forget to follow us on social media to keep up with all the news. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good day.